0: So, Minister Stellan de Abrams, you are in the hot seat at a really interesting time in terms of technology and where technology is taking us. I don't think since uh, the early 1990s when smartphones and the internet became popular, we've been in a more exciting place in terms of what technology can do for our lives and can do for our society. So the, the, the hot topic right now, of course, is the fourth industrial revolution, which which is a bit of a misnomer to my mind because it's a slow process that we're gonna get there. But of course it's the skills that we need to educate our youth for and you've you've just announced a very interesting initiative with Coursera, the, the great American online learning application.
1: We, we we had to take a conscious decision that is either we watch it pass by or we become part of it, the fourth industrial revolution that I'm talking about. Yes. And being part of it meant that what is it that we need to do to get our people ready, not to miss out, but most importantly get our people to be ready to provide solutions to government and the private sector that is out there. Yes. And key to that was to say it's not about technology, it's about the people. Yes. What do we want these technologies to do for our people and how can it change their lives? And we said, People don't know those technologies that we're talking about. They are using the old technologies that they have, and therefore we've got to give them skills. And when we give them skills, it is then that they'll be able to say, oh, now I can use the drone to help the Minister of Communications and Digital Technologies deliver parcels from post office effectively yeah, exactly. and timelessly, because they now know. Therefore we said, we can't do it by ourselves. We went to the department because we had asked the University of West to conduct a digital skills gap in South Africa, and they did that and came to us. because was not that we are a training organization as the department, but because we have to make sure that we develop our sector. And the sector has been complaining of certain skills that are not there. Therefore, it became apparent that we have no choice but to complement the work that's been done by the Department of Higher Education. When VES produced the findings, and then we said, well, now let's sit down and develop the digital skills strategy for South Africa, which is being canvassed now. It has already been presented to Cabinet clusters, now it's going to the Human Resource Development Council for adoption by Cabinet. You mentioned earlier that we are partnering with the American company Coursera. Of course, we looked at what is that available because if now we're gonna force people to go to UCT physically, UWC physically, it means you are eliminating other people from getting yes. access to education. Yes. Now everybody has a right to education, but key to that, mm-hmm. as I said, the other people are not at school, they're at work. Yes. How do we make sure that we upskill those that are at work? Yes. Utilize their own time when they have lunch so they can have access to education. And Coursera prov- provides that platform for our people. So we went to Coursera, we met with them, we requested partnership, as they've been doing for other governments. If you go to Singapore, if you go to Mauritius, they've done that work of training government uh, employees. They're training their industries because the nice thing is that they can customize their educational yes. content. Which is why we needed to have our digital skill strategy so that they can come and develop a program that looks into what we want to achieve. As I'm talking to you now, our local teams are busy with the development of the MOU and of course when we announce it's going to be the big boss that goes and sign with them. And uh, we're excited, we're excited. We had announced that we want to train about one million people and Coursera told us that we can start with a 100,000 every year. We've engaged the industry to say because we're going to need resources. But the good thing again about Costera is that they've been able to say instead of the 40,000, 48 US dollars per month that they charge. They're gonna give us at a cost of 100 US dollars a year Great. Now if you're taking a three-year degree, yeah. it's about 1,500 a year, so it's about 4.5 That's the cost of, of, of education that you'll get and then you get an equivalent degree that would have received You would not have received at that amount if you went to a physical university We engage the mobile operators to say can you zero rate the content and they've all agreed that they will zero rate the content Now we're in a process of engaging the OEMs to say please reduce the cost of the device. Yes. So people must have access to that. So it's a holistic approach that we're taking, Coursera is ready on that side, we're getting partnerships to come and fund the scaling as we ask the industry through their skills development contribution to say please add so many numbers, commit so many numbers, and then the devices and then the data that we spoke about.
0: You had me at skills because that of course is the most important thing anyone needs to know. You know, I think about what skills will we need in the future world. You know, I, when I studied journalism, the only people who knew how to touch type were journalists and secretaries. By the time I finished my degree, everyone was learning it in high school, you know, primary school. These are a new set of skills that these kids coming out of school now are gonna need for future technologies, aren't they?
1: Talking about journalism, key player in the fourth industrial revolution, because one of the key drivers of the 4IR economy is digital content development, which is one of the programs that we are offering currently as we're rolling out certain skills. We're providing drone piloting and programming, cyber security, digital content development, software engineering, and and, and data science. The reason we went for digital development content is because, as I said, Video is one of the key drivers. Mm. People want to have access as and when they want to see what's happening in their country But because again, we're trying to exploit the opportunities that are presented to us by the internet to say We may be sitting here. We're producing this content through that cell phone that is, is, is the recording right now But yes. somebody seated in California can then procure this content to utilize on their own station yes. And you have many viewers who create our own channels. Yes. So how do you make sure that we do not only focus on the STEM subject, but we focus on what I call the the Ice steam yes. I standing for innovation and adding the A for outside that creativeness that is required, because even if you have a robot, if it's not creative enough, it can relate, can smile, people will be bored about it. So we need to bring that holistic approach of saying, as much as we're going to build these engineers, but there are human skills that we need. Because when you get frustrated with your tablet or with your cell phone, you can't crack a game. You you, you are human after all. You need a human touch and a consolation. So we're trying to build all of those angles.
0: I'm very pleased to hear the arts aspects. I mean, I'm an arts graduate. I got a degree in English and English literature and journalism, but you need people who see the world through the eyes of artists to talk to the rest of us. And and it's great that the, the development of these technologies allows artists to do different kinds of things. And of course, not everybody wants to be a software engineer. Some people want to be a musician or a DJ or make movies.
1: That, that's true, and we must give people space to excel in what they like. What's about the talent that God has blessed you with? Exactly. we saying the technology must enhance that that you like. So that's why we said there's a need for us to collaborate and understand the space. You know,
0: digital dividends and, and other useful sp- uh, frequencies.
1: Well, ECASA has informed us that uh, the information memorandum that they have issued, they have issued are uh, the due dates by the 31st of, of January, and then after that they will issue the ITA. We had raised concerns over the period because they gave us an indication of 2021, and we will told them that as government we don't have much time on that. As we're talking about this one, because it's only on 4G, we also can't delay on the 5G, exactly. which is why we said as soon as we come back from Egypt, your must conduct a study, in six months we must be able to say we're starting the processes. So we are working together with the authority without imposing and asking them to bypass the law because they will be taken to court by those that will not be happy but we're saying at least we've got to be reasonable and appreciate that we've delayed for a long time
0: are you alleging the cell phone industry is litigious no way.
1: D- definitely <laughs> what I've seen, the reason we delayed on licensing for just was we are taking each other to court. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. So th-
1: that's what I-, I learned. When I came on board in November, I said the first thing I needed to do, let me sit down with all of them try to understand what's their perspective and then get to share with them what's that we want to achieve out of the process. Not that I expect them to agree on everything with us, but at least we try to make sure that we can create some balance. That's why when we issue the policy direction, nobody went to court.
0: It's, it's, a, it's a step forward, it really is. Uh, there's a lot of news today specifically about the the possibility of Telcom buying Cell C. Uh, if that happens, would you know? I know we're speculating. Would it reduce competition in the industry, or do you think it would strengthen the third and fourth operators to uh, to work together and uh, against what is effectively a duopoly in Vodacom and MTN?
1: Well, as as, as a, a majority shareholder of Telkom. I haven't had those news, but if they were to happen, I guess uh, the Competition Commission would have to look into the context, what informs them, because at times, we would want to keep saying we have four, only to find out there's three that's operational because the other one is not coping. So I'm not sure about the context now of others wanting to to buy over the other, because as I'm saying, if you have three anyway in practice, just like we've seen in the past where we license spectrum to certain people who could not function and operate, they ended up leasing the spectrum to other people. So if there is an advantage, that that is benefited by both parties and the competition commission finds that there's no prohibitance on that
0: then yeah it would be great great i mean there's a there's a good example in a small operator like rain which is you know it's a pure play operator doesn't do voice it's launched the first 5g network in in africa its prices are fantastically fantastically aggressive um they're a good example don't you think of of how new entrants could do something great with Spectrum if they're given it.
1: Well, the reason we introduced WARN once we give space to new entrants. We recognise that there's a need for smaller players to come on board and play their part. Which is why even when we set up the one process we had said, at least make sure we exempt them from taxation, from these things, for this period. It doesn't mean that they can one day tomorrow and wake up and be like the big companies, but give them space, because we really need to transform our industry to us. If we continue sidelining the small players, this economy is not going to grow. There was one thing about the big players, when they see things are not going well, they're going to pack things and go and move somewhere. But if you make sure that you also invest locally, then they have nowhere else to go. It is in their interest that they work with what they have and protect it with everything. But government has to make sure that they have supportive structures towards that.
0: Indeed, and, and the final question. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the, the Fourth Industrial Revolution Commission uh, and the Africa Commission that you've just had. It looks like it's it's starting to make some, some headway, doesn't it?
1: It is. People are realizing that we're not talking about something that's going to be delivered by a plane. People are, are realizing that this is what they are living right now. One day I was laughing, I go through, you know, I love social media, so I'm going through Facebook and I hear people they have these seven steps, one, two, five, and then they say South Africa is the showcase a man stepping from the first step to the fourth. And South Africa is doing this, and they were ridiculing the fact that government has taken a decision that we want to provide leadership in the yes. FYI. So I come, I'm like, recently in the past week, I've seen you going for, you remember the the app that they downloaded that will make you look older and all that.
0: I don't need that app, I've I've got it naturally. I know,
1: I know. So I was telling them, I don't understand if you are saying South Africa is still on the first, because there was never Facebook on the the first digital revolution. So it's about us understanding the technological advancement. And of course, not everyone adapts easily to new technologies. We must appreciate that. But at the same time as government, we have a responsibility to say, we don't leave, deliberately leave others behind. Let them be left by choice to say, I don't want to participate on that space in terms of, of social media and other technologies. But trust me, the way we live our lives, nobody does not need this technology, which is why it's important that we upskill them to make sure that they can know how to use them. The old woman that's sitting in my village, that's busy knitting jerseys, now has a platform to sell to people who are in Limpompo without going to Limpompo in Western Cape, but through the platforms that are there, they can sell the jerseys and be delivered through my post office.
0: Fantastic. Minister, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much.